Hello, hello everyone. This is Omar from the third rail. Welcome everybody to another show. Been feeling a bit sick, but how about feel better? How about make it through the night tonight? Tonight we have a special show. Tonight we have a special show, as you can see by the thing on next to me. It's about police brutality. We have a major issue. Let me just show you this. Tyre Nicholas was attacked by five police officers and was actually murdered by these police officers for a traffic stop. His name was Tyre Nicholas. Uh, he's a young man. But the whole issue here, there's a problem here that I want to discuss tonight. These are the police officers, as you can see. As you can see, they're all black. So usually we have a problem. We always say that, um, we always see that, um, that police uh, brutality is always um, seen as um, a bit of racism. We always say, oh, the racist white cop killed a black uh, uh, gentleman. And it does happen. But the problem here is a different problem. We have five black men, five black officers, a black victim, a black uh, police chief, a black, uh, I mean, everybody was mostly black, uh, black. So the whole issue, you start to ask the question, is it racism or is it the, 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 the law enforcement culture that developed these people to become violent and it doesn't matter who the victim is or who the victimizers are, white or black, whatever you want to call them. I wanted to, to discuss this issue because I started thinking we always have the usual suspect. White officers beat up a black man or kill him and they do sometimes unjustifiable and we're not here to belittle that or take any away from that but this is very important we have to ask the question police uh, brutality is a complex issue with a variety of underlying causes some of the most common cited causes are or include they say systematic racism studies have shown Studies have shown that police officers are more likely to, ex to use excessive force against people of color, particularly black individuals. This can be attributed to implex biases or stereotypes that officers might hold. But tonight, this is a different story. Or lack of training. That's probably more of it with these five black officers. Maybe it's a lack of training and accountability. Police officer may not receive Adequate, uh, excuse me, adequate training on how to handle situation without resorting to violence. Additionally, there may be insignificant systematic systems in place to hold officers accountable for these actions. That's right. Police union are very, very strong in this country. And sometimes when you want to make a law to protect other people or to protect people, they don't let these laws become laws or to hold police officers responsible. So um, in Memphis, the killing of this young man is, is very uh, alarming. So it has nothing to do with racism because they're all black, right? I mean, we could agree on that. So we got to look at other things that might, uh, 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 that might be attributed to the situation, like high stress working condition. Police officers may experience high levels of stress and trauma as a result of their jobs. You don't know which can lead to poor decision-making and a heightened likelihood of using excessive force. Heard that before. It's true. But these officers were just hired in 2017. They haven't been there a long time. They're so young. They have no real experience. So the whole idea is there's a culture. There's a culture of policing. Some critics argue that culture of policing is uh, oh, I argue that uh, the culture of policing in America promotes aggressive and worrier mentality among officers, which can lead to excessive use of force. That's what happened. The young man didn't do nothing. I heard he had a, a, a traffic uh, 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 stop. Why should a traffic stop lead to this? 
three minutes of beating. There's a video going to come out any minute now. I don't know if I'm going to have it during the show, although I'm going to see it. I don't know how. <clears throat> Let me put the AC on a little bit because I'm out of breath. I don't know how the masses are, are going to react. You don't know how people are going to react in the city, but I hope they don't start burning shit down because that's not the answer. Don't destroy your neighborhoods, man. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> Burping through the mic. That's very disturbing. Had to. But the whole issue here, don't burn your city or your, your neighborhoods down or your neighborhood stores. It doesn't solve anything. All it does is just destroys your neighborhood and it makes you more of a victim and you victimize yourself by doing so. The only way to do is to change the laws and become active through voting, through protesting, through demonstrations, put pressure on everybody. That has to stop. It has to stop sometimes. People cannot just have a traffic incident and end up in the hospital dead with a broken neck, face. and a, I mean, look at him. He's dead. Also, there might be a disconnect between policing and, 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 and the communities. The lack of community trust and engagement. There's no when communities do not trust the police, it can create a hostile environment and make it more um, difficult for officers to effectively do their jobs. This is true. Under unclear policies and protocols, unclear policies and protocols can lead to confusion and misunderstanding amongst officers, who can increase the risk of excessive force being used. Sometimes. The, the, the police officer in this case, this is with gangster mentality. This was street gang mentality. Okay, so the guy had a traffic infraction. I mean, does it have to lead to that? I dealt with police officers all my life. I'm going to be honest with you. Me personally, I'm very respectful. I say, yes, sir, no, sir. Because I had one incident when I was 18 years old. I got into a fight after work at about 8 o'clock in the evening. And when the, I didn't know the guy was following me, and then we started arguing. We started, I don't know, the preacher showed up, thank God. And then when the police, I tried to act with a tough mind, I tried to stop the fight. The police officer picked me and threw me right against the gate of a, a store in, the, in that area. Because I was a small kid, I was 18, skinny kid. From that time, I knew don't fuck with the police. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Just get the fuck out of the situation. Many times I have been stopped. I'm from New York City now. You know, I've been stopped for um, not speeding, like for infraction or, you know, not a signaling or all that stuff. And sometimes yeah, I had that officer will come up to me. Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sorry, officer, you know, because you don't want to get into an argument with a guy with a gun. He has the privilege of using force. He has the power of the gun and the law. You don't have nothing. You just have your life and get the hell home to safe. There are other issues with offices, like mental health. The lack of attention to officers' mental health can also be a contributing factor as officers who have not or had their right support and care may deeply develop behavior and issues and make poor decisions. That's what it's all about. That's what usually happens. Okay. So we went over that. Now, uh, let's see. I want to show you who this gentleman is. This is not some thug, man. This is not some thug. Tyron Nicholas was not some thug. Let me see if they have not released the video yet. Let me see. Uh-oh, this is the video, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait. Let me share with you. Oh, man. I didn't even... Wait, hold on. Share? Okay. No, it... I hope it comes out. Okay. This is the video. They are beating them up, you see? This is live. Let me put that noise. You guys are really doing a lot right now. Bro, lay down. I'm lay, just trying to go home. Lay down. Man, if you don't lay down. Bro, I am on the ground. Stomach. I, I am. I got you. Okay. 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 Stop. I'm not doing it. Look at this. These are jackals, man. These are not human beings. Look at that. Okay, he ran away. He ran away. 
I think they tried to stop him, arrest him. He ran away. It's a mistake that he did, but he should not play with his life. This is the body cam, ladies and gentlemen. You are seeing. They just Warren released the video camera and Ross of the murder of Tyre Nicholas of Memphis, Tennessee. This is the live, live video. Let's hope MSNBC doesn't say, oh, look what he did. Okay. Young male black, slim build, blue jeans, and a hoodie. Let me put myself in the picture. So, uh. South Down on Ross, where we last saw him. Okay, got charge on him. Come on, Omar, what are you doing? What's that? Okay. I got you. All right. All right, hang on, hang on. Ready? Right, Don't get a strike from uh, YouTube. One of the prongs hit the bastard. All right, your car is right in front of you. See all that injury? <sighs> They want to get him. They're going to get him. They feel upset that he got away. He's going to get killed. This is what usually happens. Where is he? I don't know, man. I just came in. I didn't even know it was live yet. Yeah, I see him live right now. Okay, I got you. Good morning. Negative 2938. Where are my damn glasses at? Huh? Huh? Left eye again? Yeah. What you are seeing right now I can't see is the, the video that has been released by the Memphis Police Department in the killing of Kyra Nicholas. This is the raw. This is this is what happened. We're gonna see with our own eyes the the cruel murder of a human being by police officers. Yeah. Something has to be done with this, man. You cannot get excited over a traffic stop like that. Look at him. Look, look. Look, he's breathing. They get that, you know, that, uh, I don't know what that word is, man. The indirin or alderin. So I don't know where's the kid there. I don't know. He ran away. He was almost home. He was almost home. What's up? Right, uh, all right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, look at this. Well, right there. Who's playing wrong? That They probably sprayed him with some pepper and they got in their okay, own eyes. I gotta eyes. find my glasses and get this damn taser downloaded. You understand what happened? They probably get some of the pepper, the uh, pepper spray. Wait, what up? Wow. So they're already hyped up. They're already hyped up. So they go and they're looking for him. It's like they're hunting him down now. Because they feel like they have been, they have lost the battle with him, and he got away with something. And the only thing he got away with so far is that um, you know, Ari Melbourne, you better not mess up my uh, my YouTube channel, right? So what happened is that um, all that the uh, eyes in their eyes, that's probably uh, it's, uh, pepper spray that they try to spray when they got in their own eyes. So they are, they're the victim of their own self. Never run from the police. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Just give up. Always give up, man. 
<laughs> it doesn't always end up well for you, man. It doesn't end up always. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I doing? Shut up. This is Joe Rogan. This is when you're an idiot. <laughs> That's when you're an idiot like me. All right. Watch. So we don't know how the committee gonna react. I hope they react peacefully. I hope. Please God, let them react peacefully. We don't need any any deadly violence because it's gonna create more death and destruction to their own neighborhood. Never. Thin male black, blue jeans, and a plaid jacket. What is he doing? What is that? You good right now, guys? That's not me, that's not me. Oh, they found him. Uh oh. There he goes. People, six people will lose their life. He will lose his life, he'll die, and these people end up with jail. Five people. Six people lost their really their life. One physically, and one is gonna be uh jail. Their freedom will be lost and their job and the way of living. These are six black men they're gonna lose tonight in this action. Here we go. It's not me. That's what I'm done. Let me, let me shut this down. There's nothing there. They, they found it. Now they're going to go look for it. So the whole idea tonight, that six black men will lose their life. One physically and unjustifiably through the, 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 the brutality of these five men. And the other five black officers will lose, will lose their livelihood. And they will lose their freedom eventually. They're going to do some time. So uh, uh, they just lost six men at one, in one night. In real time I mean, with you. And so what it looks like, this is the preliminary aspects of what would become an ultimately deadly traffic stop. Okay. We saw um, the initial traffic stop. Uh, we saw um, the young man attempt, Tyree Nichols, um, apparently attempt to flee and get tased. The officers seem to have... Yeah, I'm guilty. I watch... Uh... I love Joy Reid. All right. So let's get back to me. Okay. All right. All right. People are starting to gather. I, I got to find a better channel than this because people are starting to gather outside and it's going to get dangerous. People are outside. I hope nothing happens. Right now, you are seeing live. I want to go to Facebook or YouTube and try to find something on YouTube so I won't get strikes on YouTube. You know how scary you are. Shut right. up. See, this is me. This is ugly me. There's nothing there. Oh, 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 there's nothing live. I wish there's something live I could watch. I want to. I rather get it off YouTube than get it off someplace else. Okay, is this it? Explosive live uh, rant. Uh, 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 uh. Forgive me. Okay, okay. They don't have nothing. I'm just gonna go with uh with my friend here, um, uh, Joy Reed. Okay, there we go. We're back. We're back. Oh, look. Oh my God. Okay, there's no sound, but you can see he's being he's being attacked. This is him. Look at him. They are beating him up in the corner. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Unbelievable violence, man! Unbelievable violence. So the police—they're not, not going to show us everything. They're gonna—I uh, gotta put uh, my face in there. I know I'm ugly. I have to, so I will not get a strike. You know what I'm saying? So it will look like I'm a a reacting to the to this dumb thing over here, to this, this this tragedy. I don't sorry to say dumb thing, but I mean this crazy shit that's happened. Forgive me. I, sometimes you just seems to your own turn. Oh man! All right, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I use that to cover MSNBC. Thank God. 
Joe Reed, you better not come out. All right. I don't know they still oh. Oh this reminds me of a Rodney King um beating in Los Angeles, California. The same thing happened. And I don't know if this guy. Let's hope that people will use their mind and not react in a bad way to destroy the neighborhoods and destroy the the memory of this young man because we want to um, use his memory as a way to push for police reform not defund the police but better policing spend the money right get the right people get them like i said before get them some real mental health care get them people to talk to them therapy every week because they are dealing you see how excited they were See how hyper he was? When they, look at this. Right now they are they are beating him. There is no uh sound. Let's let's hope that <clears throat> all right. Let me put the mic away. Gotta put my asthma pump. This is live. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the, you are watching the third rail with Omar. I appreciate you for being part of the channel. You are watching live the beating of tire was a tire was a tire uh a Nicholas. A young man. <clears throat> if I get the opportunity, I'm gonna show you he's like skating. Anybody who skates has to be a peaceful guy. Skaters are peaceful people. There you go. Look at him. I said, look at them. Look at them. So they, they exhausted from beating him up. Look at him. Unbelievable. They said he was crying, mom, mom. He's crying for his mother. Remember George Floyd? He was crying for his mother too, man. You know, because uh, a lot of black young men are raised by their mother. And they have that, uh, that, that affectionate love with their mother, that special relationship. You know, and it's a good relationship. There he is. He to, he's at, it looks like he's at the corner. He's laying down. There's no ambulances yet. This is live. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is live right now. Sorry, I had to cover the bottom. I had to cover that MSNBC logo. I don't want um, Jerry Reed to come after me. You are not hearing any sound because there is no sound on the video. There is no sound on the video. Look at these idiots. They didn't even call an ambulance to take him. They just beat the daylight out of him and threw him behind the car. How indifferent can you be? Look at him, how exhausted they are. Look, look, look. He's limping. How indifferent can you be? How? What kind of animalistic behavior can this be? Get an ambulance, man. Like I said, all those lives were destroyed that night. Those five black officers and the young man lost his life. And these guys, they lost their life too somehow. <clears throat> In way or another, they lost their, their, their livelihood. They lost their professionalism. And they're going to lose eventually their freedom. Eventually, because they're charged with murder now. I think it's second degree murder. You can't charge first degree because they didn't go out the intent on killing him. It was a matter of... Look at that, he's limping. I got to be ready as soon as, uh, what's her name come? I got to run away from her. Joy Reid, I love you. Please don't report me to HBO. I know I'm kidding, and it's not a kidding moment. But sometimes you just don't know how to react to such tragedy, man. I mean, you don't know. Uh, and... Okay, I want to bring in Tim Alexander. He's a civil okay. rights attorney and a, and, a, and a former police officer himself, Tim. Okay, I got to shut her down. Because um, I don't want it to come up on the thing. Because I don't want to be part of the hush show. Then, you know, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So right now, I think uh, uh, all is done. You might have to go back and see me. Let me fix the, the camera. It's a one-man show here. What do you want? <coughs> so I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. So as we saw the video, it was by luck. They were supposed to release it at 7 o'clock like the idiot I am, I forgot. And I left it. 
This is exactly right now. The, the gentleman, uh, Tyron Nicholas, is in the back of the police car. He's been beat to death. His neck is probably broken. Instead of calling an ambulance to pick him up and take him to the hospital, oh, these people could first care, I mean, first responders could help him. They're taking him and they're going to bang him around until they get him to the hospital, which ended up, he ended up dead in three days. And now they have to face, you know, they have to face the music. They have to know that there is a value in human life. You understand? What's up, man? Who's this? This was on purpose. Murders with a badge. Take off the uniform. And who do you see? Gang. Yeah, gangsters. You saw there? I'm sorry, man. Who's this? Jesus is close. 2023. What's up, Jesus? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is gang mentality, man. <clears throat> this is gang mentality. It's a gang. Uh, uh, nothing more than that. It's a gangster mentality, man. Thanks for your comment. You still there? I don't know if I want to call you Jesus, but anyway. Okay, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are watching the third rail. We are watching as the police officers have they have seen the video. We have seen the beatdown of this gentleman. They use a faraway camera. There's a lot of these five police officers there, six. They should have closer camera than the ones they're showing us instead of showing us from a mile away because they don't want to show us the other cameras because um, we're going to see a lot of crazy stuff. Okay? See? This is him. This is him. You know what I'm saying? All right, so did I lose? I lost it. Look at me. All right, so the police officers have left. There's nothing to see there, so let's go. Um, what are they doing? Sorry. Let me go back. You know, I'm going to need to change it because I want to show you this guy's life uh, before this. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Us. I mean, Cindy, what happened? Oh, it is. <laughs> Sorry. All right. There you have it, guys. This is um. This is what happened. So yeah, we saw that. Um. We have to understand a lot of crazy thing that's going on over here. Let me let me put this up. Forget about them. We don't need to see them. Give me a second. Give me a second here. What is this? Okay. Okay. All right. So um you saw the video of them beating them. I mean, there was not it was not necessary what they did. So you have to understand police brutality is one of the main causes. Okay, so, sorry. One of the main causes of police brutality is a lack of proper training. Many police officers receive inadequate training on how to interact with people and how to deal with members of the community. This is a problem which can result in violence and abuse like what we just saw. Another major cause of police brutality is a lack of oversight and accountability because this is not racism. Remember, there they go. They are black officers. They are black officers, man. They're not white, so we cannot say it was done about racism. It has to be about the, the what I'm just saying, lack of training, uh, uh, lack of, uh, of understanding, mental health care for these police officers, <laughs> Many police officers, like the guy in uh, what Wisconsin, I think he's doing 20, 30 years, and they don't ever learn. I mean, when you become the police officer, you're supposed to what? To serve and protect. That's what you're supposed to do, serve and protect. Let's look at this young man's life, okay? I have some videos. I mean, oh, oh, oh there's more videos. Oh, gosh. I hate this shit. Ah, the police. You know what, the, you know what, uh, what they're going to do? 
they're going to play so many videos that eventually it's going to be uh, um, not cool. Got it. Here we go. Okay, this is maybe another one, right? Do they have a sound? Oh, shit. Oh, we saw this video before, right? Mayor Karen Bass, Mayor of Los Angeles. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, and you know, all right, uh, let's see. Um, what's up, man? Okay, this is the same video they played it all over and over again. Um, let me stop this. I want to show some stuff there. Let me let me get rid of this because we're not going to need this no more. We're not going to need this no more. Okay, we're going to need this, right? Is that it? Yeah. Is this him? Okay, I want to show you this uh, young man when he was alive, okay? I'm going to show you a video when this young man was alive. This kid does not look like he's a troublemaker. You could tell, I mean, uh, certain kids, they have certain habits, like certain things, like say they play baseball, or they play soccer, or they play, you know, football, whatever it is. You understand what I'm saying? So, let's see, is that him? No. All right. Okay, I want to show you this video. So, to give you an idea of this kid's life, man. When he was alive. This is when he was alive. This is him. This is a home video, I think. I don't know what it is. There you go. He's skating. Uh, let me put the music away. I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, I already had it. I'm going to get a copyright. He's not a big kid. He's a small kid. Look at him. This kid is roller skating, man. I'm going to be honest. This is white boy stuff, man. This is white boy stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. 
This is not a bad kid. He does, I mean, I don't know what happened, man. He just sometimes he should have gave himself up, whatever. But that's not does not excuse the violence that was uh, perpetrated against him. It does not excuse it. it. It is a behavior that should not be excused. No matter who are the people who are rendering that that, that punishment, whether they're white, black, Hispanic, it doesn't really matter. The police, our police, is there to protect us from any harm. This is what our police supposed to do, right? I said, look. We can only say rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, my friend. It's a shame what happened to you. But we, all we could say is, as you can see, I don't know. Rest in peace. That's all we could say, right or wrong. This is me still trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, there you have it. Now let's say let's hope nothing happens right now in the streets. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I'm going to have to keep this show going. I was going to do a two-part show. I was going to cover the Pelosi issue with her husband. You saw the video that came out, and right-wing media still right-wing. Well, they, they got to be something there. They got to be something there. Now, oh, that guy got hit in the hammer in the head. Why did he get hit in the hammer in the head? You These are the people who say that, uh, Ronald, uh, that John F. Kennedy's alive. <laughs> so let me go back to the news. Let's hope nothing happens. We are waiting to see the reaction of the people in Memphis. Let's hope they react with 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 with, with understanding and not betray the memory of this young man. They should not do it. Don't destroy your neighborhoods, man. Don't destroy your neighborhood. There you go. They're out there. They're out there. I'm going to keep with MSNBC, whatever happens to my... I'll take that strike. But I have to show my people... Okay, I have to show my people that they go. Okay, as you can see, people are out there. <coughs> Let's hope it doesn't, because if it gets dark and all that stuff. <coughs> see my Murray Weezen, man. I got this respiratory. I don't know what it is, man. For almost four weeks. I don't even know what it is, man. I hope a doctor's watching. They could uh, email me. These are the people right now in, in Memphis, right? Memphis police release body cam footage of deadly shooting. Do you want to hear this? Let's hear this. That's and right. the police use tremendous restraint. They know uh, upon whom they can do violence uh, exactly. with impunity, and they do as uh, it should, uh, uh, you know, they do accordingly. Um, thank you, Madam Mayor. Thank, thank you, you so much for being on. here. It's wonderful to be in your city, uh, the great Karen Bass. Thank Welcome. you very much. Um, I, I do want to bring in Reverend Earl Fisher. He's the senior pastor of Abyssinian Baptist Church in Memphis. I want to uh -huh. get your reaction just to all of this. You know, the, the rapid disclosure, the unusual quick tell disclosure, his mouth. Um, the unusually quick charges, the unusual disclosure of the video, and obviously uh, the violence done upon the body of this uh, young man, Tyree Nichols. Well, first, Joy, thank you for having me in. There's no way that I could have uh, braced myself for what I heard. I was trying my best not to look at the video footage and couldn't look at it in its entirety. Um, all manner of emotions surrounding um, what I heard and even what you all have described. I think it's impossible for us to calculate the impact of this video in this moment and the developments over the last several days. And I heard Mayor Bass and I appreciate her uh, perspective oh. insofar as the developments from the outside. Let me say something about the developments from the inside. It is leadership indeed, and it is the leadership of fierce and faithful activists and organizers and community leaders who have been pushing for reforms that probably could have prevented this for the last several years. And so <laughs> there is some kudos to be given to city administration and the Memphis Police Department. And at the same time, we have to discuss exactly how this came to be. And it is reflective of a culture of yeah, brutality it is. in this police department and other police departments like it all across the country. And I just don't want us to jump too fast to try to applaud <laughs> people in some ways have been helping to manufacture and maintain the conditions that caused this to happen. Right. 
I think that's really important because you know the those structures are put in place and are supported um, by, by by tremendous amounts of campaign contributions that keep politicians in line and prevent reform. I mean, I think about um, you know Karen Bass when she was in the Congress trying to do police reform uh, and it being undermined. The sheriffs uh, nationally got together. They went to Lindsey Graham and suddenly Tim Scott's supposed sort of crowning achievement as a senator was thrown in the garbage and it's political and it's about who's giving contributions to whom and what's lost is the humanity of the people who are most policed uh, and that is yes. mainly people of color black people um i want to ask yeah. if you've had a chance to talk with the family i know we are we are going to talk to um roddy wells who is tyra nichols dad have you had a chance to to convene with the family as yet yeah i've encountered <laughs> them a couple of times at a press conference even last night at the prayer vigil and even before seeing and hearing some of this, my heart goes out to them. And to the point that you were making earlier, knowing that this is more about the culture of policing and people are responsible and accountable at several different levels, we have to talk about how this unit itself that these people were a part of ultimately got implemented. Who was responsible for that? How are you serving for five or fewer years on the force and ending up with enough autonomy and independence and lack of oversight to produce something like this? And nobody should objectively think that this is their first time doing this. And you cannot say this is one or two bad apples. I mean, if two is a crowd, you know, if two is company and three is a crowd, five is a system and a structure that we have to challenge and have been challenging yep. for quite some time and the reforms that we have been proposing either have not been enforced or often were resisted and reduced to little okay i gotta stop that because i don't know if i could get in trouble for showing this live <coughs> i don't know you know i never did this before so i have no idea if i could be in trouble for showing that i'm trying to find some footages where people on the streets protesting i haven't seen it yet so i'm trying to find it here let me see if i could go to twitter twitter is probably the best Decide to get all any news. I'm telling you, Twitter's probably the best. I, I'm telling you, man. For you, let me see. All right, let's see. Get hit on. All right. So let's look at more of the stuff. Let's 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 look at this. Can't breathe, man. <coughs> you know, it's like not to breathe, man. I don't know how I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So as you see, we are waiting to see the reaction of the people from Memphis, Tennessee, to the video of the murdered uh, a young man named Tyre Nicholas, who was uh, murdered by five cops who got beat up for a traffic infraction. He did not hold up a, a bank. He had no gun. He didn't have a knife. He had no weapons at all. Let's be honest with this. This is street gang mentality, straight up. I don't care, man. People are gonna say, Omar, you're not, you know, you're being you're not being fair to, to the police. No, the issue is not being fair. The issue is being right. Let me look at this. <coughs> Share tab idea. Okay. I hope I'm getting this idea. All right, this is uh earlier, right? Let's see what happened earlier. This is before before we saw this video. This is for okay, this is when it first broke with murder and the death of Tyree Nichols after that traffic stop 19 days ago. At the center of this case now, their own body camera video of the traffic stop. Tonight, the director of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, after watching the recording, saying it's absolutely appalling. This was wrong. This was criminal. Police Chief C.J. Davis calling it a failing of basic humanity. The five men seen in their police department photos yeah, right here were fired last week, accused of using excessive force. Tonight, they have now turned themselves in. They have now all been booked. 29-year-old Tyree Nichols was pulled over for alleged reckless driving just yards from his home. Authorities say officers used pepper spray. He fled and was confronted again. The kid. This is how his parents found him in the hospital. He died three days later. The family says the officers brutally beat him. Tonight, Memphis authorities say the video will be released sometime tomorrow night. They are urging calm. So is the family of Tyree Nichols, and so is President Biden tonight. ABC's Elwin Lopez leading us off in Memphis. Tonight, five former Memphis police officers <laughs> facing murder charges in the death of Tyree Nichols. While each of the five individuals played a different role in the incident in question, the actions of all of them resulted in the death of Tyree Nichols, and they are all responsible. 
The five former officers charged with second-degree murder, aggravated kidnapping, and assault, among other crimes. Under the laws of Tennessee, second-degree murder is a knowing killing. Police yeah. say Nichols was pulled over for alleged reckless driving on the night of January 7th. Everyone running on foot. According to the district attorney, after an initial altercation with police, pepper spray was deployed. Nichols then fleeing. He was confronted again, resulting in serious injuries. Memphis police saying Nichols complained of having a shortness of breath, at which time an ambulance was called to the scene. The 29-year-old critically injured dying three days later. The family commissioning an independent autopsy. Their attorney stating preliminary findings show Nichols <clears throat> suffered extensive bleeding caused by severe beating. Wow. At this time, that autopsy has not been publicly disclosed and ABC News has not seen it. Two Memphis Fire Department personnel involved in treating Nichols were, quote, relieved of duty while an internal investigation is being conducted. Those five officers, all part of the department's street crime unit, known as Scorpion, fired after an internal investigation concluded they, quote, violated multiple department policies, including excessive use of force, duty to intervene, and duty to render aid. Wow. This is not just a professional failing. This is a failing of basic humanity toward another individual. This incident was heinous, reckless, and inhumane. The director of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation speaking today. Frankly, I'm, I'm shocked. Shut up. I'm sickened by what I saw. I've seen the video. You will too. In a word, it's absolutely appalling. Nichols' mother unable to watch the full video. He was less than 80 yards away when they murdered him. Wow. Yes, I said murdered. That's right. My son died on January 7th. The doctors pulled the plug on January 10th. And tonight, attorneys for the family stating that these five officers being held criminally accountable for their deadly and brutal actions gives us hope as we continue to push for justice for Tyree. Attorneys for two of the former officers, Desmond Mills Jr. and Emmett Martin, saying their clients intend to plead not guilty. Yeah. No one out there that night intended for Tyree Nichols. There's a lawyer. Elwin Lopez with us live in Memphis. Tonight. All right, uh, let me let it go there. I don't want, I don't know what's going to happen later on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to stay on. I've been on for 40 minutes. Let me see if there's any action going on in the street. I, I've been taking off. Uh, missing. I hope I don't get a strike for that. Anyway, um, like I said, um, what happened was murder. It, it should not be excused. It, is, it should not be happening in the first place in a country like the United States where we have the best training, the best of everything, best weapon that money could buy. They have, I mean, <coughs> the police officers, they were never in danger. They were never in danger. The police officers were never in danger. The guy had no knife. He didn't rob a bank. He didn't rob a grocery store or liquor store, whatever you want to call it, or mug the lady in an alleyway. The kid probably didn't know how to drive. He, he made a mistake like we all do. But the officers have to be forgiven. He did resist arrest. That, that's a bad thing. You cannot resist the police. Uh, my advice to people who are listening to me, if you're young, wherever you are, whatever color, whatever ethnicity you are, don't resist the police. You can, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. The odds are against you. First of all, he has the badge. That means he represents that whole state of 20 or 30 million people. Second of all, he has the gun. He has the taser. He has everything on his side. You're not going to win. So my advice, just give up. It's one night in jail. And you get to live another day. Very simple. You get arrested. It's 24 hours or probably six hours in, in a holding pen. I've been arrested. Before. I've never been in jail, but I, you know, prison. But I've been in a holding pen. You know, I was young. Oh, it was like 12 hours or 15 hours, and they let me go home. I don't resist shit. I'm not stupid. Say nothing. Because you're not going to win. Because this is this mentality of, of, of police brutality. Like I said, I want to I end this video on this note. What I came out of this incident is that 
the police brutality it has is not is not racism. It has it's not mostly racism. There's some racism, but as you can see, that black officers could kill black men as much as white officers could kill white or black men. So the issue is not here. It's not racism. It's a culture. It's an entity. The police uh, or law enforcement is an entity. It is an ethnicity to its in itself. It, it didn't give a break. Five black men didn't give him a break. I'm gonna say there was. I'm gonna say something that people are not gonna say. Imagine if there were white, white. There were five white officers. Oh. Imagine. Anyway, I'm gonna uh, close on that. I hope. I don't know what the rest of the night is gonna bring. But I hope the rest of the night is gonna bring peace to the to to the, to Memphis, and they should let the law. Um, you should let the law take its course, man. Just let the law, man. They've been charged with second-degree murder. They're going to do a lot of time. They're going to be doing 20, 30, 40 years in jail, believe it or not. They're going to be doing a lot of time. Their life is destroyed. They're gone. Their life is over. He, they're going to be dead in jail, and he's going to be dead under the ground. Six black men lost their life that night on that corner of that street, whatever it is. Uh, I want to say rest in peace to the young man who died and to the family. I send my condolences from the third rail and to the mother, I hope, especially the mother, because I'm a Muslim and Islam says that the heavens are at, under, the, under the feet of the mother. What that means, you have to be kind to your mother to go into enter heaven. So I could understand her, her pain, the mother had pain for her son. May uh, God grant them peace and patience. And you know, I, I, you know, I'm getting a little emotional here, but let's just say God bless the dead and may God bless the living. I'll see you next time. This is Omar. Until we meet again. Take care. <clears throat>